Hello and welcome to Dancers, the only YouTube show with the same video quality as that third grade play where you were a tree. My name is Dan Donahue. We're back. We're here to answer questions. I'm very excited. We took a little break. I was in Germany. I uh, was harmed on a plane. I had stuff going on in my life, okay? But we're back now. I'm very excited. We have some letters from people while we took a break that I would like to read. I'm sure they're positive. I haven't been able to go over them yet, but let's take a look. This one is for Joe in Tuscaloosa. Joe says, Dan, please do not come back. I didn't need the show, and I didn't want the show. Well, Joe, thank you for your message. Uh, I'm glad to get some love from Tuscaloosa. I really appreciate it, buddy. Uh, I should have read these before. Uh, this next letter is from Timmy from St. Jude's Hospital. Oh, that's heartwarming. He says, hi, I'm 10 years old. I suffer from an array of maladies. And I just want to say your show is making them all worse. Well, Timmy, you're not really part of my target demographic, but uh, I appreciate the letter. Thank you for your kind words. Uh, well, I have this last letter. Uh, it's It says from Robert Downey Jr. That couldn't be the actor, could it? Let's see. Dear Dan, I am actor Robert Downey Jr., I want you to know that I have suffered from substance abuse my entire life, and luckily, when I became clean, it caused a resurgence and renaissance in my career, and I want you to know your show is the first time I have wanted to use again. Okay, well, you know what? Uh, this show is not just about those people. It's about you, the people who watch this to listen to me speak about uh, barely anything for minutes on end. And I'm going to start that by saying I was just in Tempe, Arizona doing shows and it was one of the best experiences of comedy I've ever had. I said this almost every show, but I wouldn't rather be anywhere but the Tempe Improv. It's one of the best clubs ever. And it means a lot to say that I wouldn't rather be anywhere because it was 120 degrees at night. It was so hot. I looked at everybody in the audience and Arizona has this real air of, this real air of, like, uh, sort of ruggedness. Like, the people there are rugged, they're rough and tumble, they're, they're strong, they're very, like, their skin is tough. Like, I feel like you could, you could take a knife to anyone in Tempe and the knife would break. That was my vibe there. And the fact that people live in that heat, in the last show we had, there was a blonde guy in the audience and I was like you shouldn't be here but also being blonde in Tempe Arizona is scarier than any face tattoo you can have because that's like your whole body was just designed to be somewhere else but you stuck it out and I love that about a person the shows were phenomenal I hosted every show uh my two friends Brad and John Rudnitsky uh Brad Solinser and John Rudnitsky were there and it's the most fun I have doing stand-up is shows like that where you do the shows you go back to the hotel room with your buddies and you just have the stupidest silliest time you're you're basically like misbehaved 10 year olds we were just you you think about like comics after shows and you think what are they doing are they doing blow with strippers and it's like we're having pizza at the hotel room and giggling. That's that was the vibe and that's all I wanted it to be. That that was the 
that was the most fun I think I've had doing stand up in a long time. It was awesome. I I was talking to a person at the show and we were talking about whatever kind of music we like, like we were just kind of throwing stuff out there. And we had a really funny conversation that I'd like to just bring up because we were talking about uh, new music that was coming out and they said that they were a big fan of Doja Cat, which I am also a huge fan of Doja Cat. I think Doja Cat is amazing. And they were like, what, what's great about Doja Cat isn't just that she's a great you know, singer, songwriter, dancer, but her body type being uh, portrayed as sexy is very empowering to women because what has been put to the forefront in terms of like women's bodies for a very long time has been very skinny, almost sickly, not that they are sickly, but like, like incredibly thin women. And it's nice that more full bodied women are getting the limelight. And when she said that to me, I, my thought was twofold. Number one, that that must be very nice and empowering for women who, like, for years and years have only seen, like, one body type. And it's nice that other body types are being represented. However, it, it is crazy to me because when you look at Doja Cat's body, when I look at it, I don't think, oh, there's, there's kind of like an every... There's an everyday kind of woman. There's, like, a woman that you see all the time. It, it, it's still a abstractly like absurd absurdly shaped body in a positive way but it's like it's funny that things have been so bad in terms of representation in media that when women see doja cat they're like thank god something that's more attainable but in the conversation i had with this woman i really started to see her point where it's like if you haven't seen a body type that even remotely resembles yours seeing someone like doja cat or megan the stallion is like a move in a positive direction so it was just an interesting i had never seen it that way when i saw those those women being pushed to the forefront i was like oh there are those are more unattainable figures for women but it's like at least there's a little bit of diversity so it was a nice conversation i had never really thought of it in that way and it, it's like, as a guy, it is so sick. Like, I don't think we appreciate how much we don't have... Like, there's always been super jacked dudes pushed to the forefront. But I've never felt pressured into being jacked. Maybe in high school. But high school, you're dealing with people with IQs of, like, 50. You're, you're dealing with with your your friends in high school are people with 70 IQs with testosterone sprinkled over it that brings it down to 20. So it's like, yeah, sure, back then maybe people were like, do you got to get ripped or whatever? But you see guys women call sexy and it's like Pete Davidson who's I he's sexy, there's no doubt, but also that, not an unattainable body type. Leonardo DiCaprio, I mean, one of the most handsome men in the world, but in terms of body type, uh, he looks like one or two of my uncles. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not talking down on him, but I'm saying that's not a unattainable goal. Now, if you're looking at uh, The Rock or Chris Hemsworth or something, you can do that if you want to be miserable and you want to like go after those body types. But I'm saying there's maybe a little bit more of a range for men in terms of uh, body types that we can 
see women call sexy and we can go, okay, well, you know, things ain't that bad for me. But it, it was just an interesting conversation. I, I don't think a lot about that stuff just because when you get older, I feel like the older you get, the more you realize how much that smoke and mirrors. You know what I mean? But when you're younger, you really do get caught up in the, I have to look exactly like these celebrities or whatever that are being put in front of me. And it's not good. I remember uh, seeing like, I think it might've been The Rock, but I remember seeing The Rock get interviewed and like, I just immediately started doing push-ups. I was maybe 12 years old and I was just like, I gotta, I gotta shape up. I gotta put on 150 pounds of muscle for anyone to deem me worthy. And those are the kinds of thoughts you have when you're younger, which it's like, that's just how kids think. I just wish there was more put on like, okay, well, you should have a diversity of uh, body types in terms of media. Like they, those should, there should be representation of different body types of media for sure. But I wish there was also an emphasis put on teaching kids to not look at media for validation or for examples of body type. Like I wish it was equal, but I think people mostly just focus on like there needs to be more representation of different body types, which is super important. But I think also to break free from that and to like teach kids like don't even see this as something completely separate from you. I don't know if you can even do that, but I guess it would be nice if you were able to. Those are the thoughts that I've just had this last week. We're going to get into some questions. The first question is a question I actually get a lot and is a very interesting one, and I would like to answer it. It's, uh, how did you come up with the spoon washing format? If you don't know on uh, social media, I, I do jokes, just set up punchline normal jokes, but I do them while washing a spoon. And a lot of times people say, they ask, how did I land on it? I'll give you the uh, I'll give you the example that makes me sound uh, smart first, and then I'll give you the answer that is actually correct. Uh, the answer that makes me sound smart is I wanted to be able to tell jokes in a way that doesn't put pressure on people. And I feel like when you're just telling jokes directly into a camera, which is great, and a lot of people do it, and a lot of people, you know, it's been done since the beginning of television they uh it puts a lot of pressure on people because like you're right there so it's like maybe if i'm doing something mundane people can just focus on the joke and not focus on the fact that i'm staring at them but the real answer is i don't do my dishes and it reminds me to do my dishes whenever i do a video and i get a dirty spoon clean i go okay well maybe i'll clean the rest of my dishes i'm so incredibly lazy that i created a format um, around my laziness I created a format to force me to do one chore because I'm so bad at doing chores. I get very easily distracted. Um, I have morning. I have an entire morning routine set up around like I meditate. I do a cold shower. I do breathing exercises. That's not me bragging because I'm even with that. I am so much crazier than the average person, and I do all those things to try and even myself out. Do you know how psychotic that makes me? That I do all the right things and I'm still I'm still tilting into being an insane person. It, it's it's mind-boggling. I'm glad I have those. If I didn't, I feel as though I would be like shaking back and forth right now. So I hope that answers your question about the spoons. We went in different directions, but that's what the show is about. 
this question is, what is your best pickup line? Um, the best pickup line, obviously, is uh, saying hi and introducing yourself. I know what you're asking for is like, uh, hey, are you a piece of wood? Because I, I would like to be a carpenter and nail you. And when I said that right there, that doesn't sound like a fully formed pickup line, right? You think if you heard that, you would go, oh, that's, that's bad. I'm not going to talk to this person. That would work as well as any other pickup line, and I'll tell you why. If you go up to a woman and you give her a quote-unquote pickup line and she decides to sleep with you, you you could have said anything to that woman and she still would have slept. Like, the pickup line is not the make-or-break point in that interaction. In fact, if you, if you do, uh, like, if you have a pickup line and you use it on, you could have just said hi to that woman and it would have honestly probably panned out better for you. I can't imagine a situation in which someone goes up to a woman in a crowded bar and says something that they read on, on like a Facebook page or a Reddit forum. And that woman goes, this is a cool guy. I love this guy. On the flip side, uh, women who have used, who use pickup lines, which I've seen it, it's very funny. I, I, I'd like the dynamic a little bit more. Same thing though. Same thing. If you use a pickup line and that person sleeps with you, guess what? It was not the line that did it. It was the fact that that person wanted to sleep with you and you could say anything other than going up to them and saying, hi, I, I currently, uh, am infected with a virus. And they would have still done that. So the best pickup line is no, no pick, definitely no pickup line. But, you know, people have their preferences. Last question. These are the questions I love answering. They're personal and they're a little bit longer. So I'm going to read this. Uh, my wife and I started role playing. She loves it, but I don't know how comfortable I am with it. Should I just go with the flow or should I let her know that I'm uncomfortable with the things we're doing? You should immediately let her know that you're uncomfortable. I think uh, guys, we are, or some dudes are programmed to be like, well, whatever, we'll just go with the flow in terms of what we do in bed. But it's like, if you're uncomfortable with what you're doing, it's definitely taking away from the overall experience, even if you don't perceive it that way. I think if both people are 100% in, when with whatever you're doing in the bedroom, it 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 clicks much more. So if she's like, I want you in a duck costume, uh, like a big mascot duck costume. I want you in like the uh, University of Oregon mascot costume, and I want you to have sex with me with that costume on. And you go, well, whatever the whatever the lady wants. And so you're putting on the you're putting on the big sort of sailor uniform duck butt thing and you're putting on the big duck head and you look in the mirror and you go I don't feel necessarily as sexy as I could which may happen I don't know why you would feel that way it would be very sexually empowering for me to dress up like a big pantomime duck before making love but maybe for you this is a point of contention right so you you shuffle on your the duck butt and you put on the duck head and you look in the mirror and you go this doesn't feel this doesn't feel like I'm my sexiest self. You should tell that person that because when you're feeling good in bed, then I think you perform a lot better. So maybe the duck costume isn't for you. 
maybe you should be dressing up like, I don't know, uh, a big jaguar, like the, the Jacksonville Jaguar mascot. There's so many different mascot costumes that we can wear that we don't even consider. Why? Because we're pigeonholed. Our view is skewed. We don't even think about the range of mascot costumes we can wear in bed, right? So I, I think that's what you should do. And it's like, as long as you're wearing a mascot costume, I think that you're doing fine and you should be happy with what you're doing. But so don't don't worry about it. You should have a conversation with your partner about feeling uncomfortable in bed because I'll bet you any money that once you start feeling comfortable, things will get better. That is this week's episode of Dancers. If you like this, please subscribe, please like, please share. Uh, I will never ask for money from people, so just the subscriptions and stuff is all I would like. Thank you so much.